anything and everything. Do you ever wonder how to? Do you ever wonder why? About anything and everything. Then Doris is your guy. Anything and everything will open your mind. Anything and everything with Doris. Anything and everything with Doris is online. Remember. Remember. Anything and everything with Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You are listening to the Anything and Everything with Doris podcast, and I am your host, Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you are having a blessed day. This episode is brought to you by McNeese Construction. There is no job too big or too small. Just give them a call. If you would like to support us, you can do so at www.paypal.me slash Studio. And finally, Yappy Studio has opened a store for you to purchase some really cool items for you, your family, and even your pets. Check it out at www.7.surf. That's S-E, the number 7, E-N, dot surf. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you're feeling blessed today. Today, I want to talk about Christianity. What is the meaning of Christianity? And when I looked it up, it says it's a religion based on the person and teachings of Jesus Christ. And when I asked, how do you become a Christian? I was told, all you have to do is believe in Jesus Christ and become baptized. And when I asked again, I was told there's the ABCs. A, admit you are a sinner. B, believe in Christ and that he died for your sins. And C, confess the Lord is your Savior. And that's it. That's all you have to do, and you are a Christian. Now, if you're not a Christian and you read this, you're like, wow, that's pretty easy. And if you are a Christian and you do believe those things and you are baptized, well, now you think you're going to heaven. You are saved. And that's a problem with Christianity today. You have those who believe like that, But they don't live a Christian lifestyle. But they're doing these four things, so it's okay. They're baptized, they believe, they confess. They're going to heaven, according to this. And then you have a set of Christians who are working hard, living that lifestyle. If you're a worldly person, it is hard to be a Christian. But if you decide that you don't want to be of this world, it's really pretty easy. I've heard people say, oh, being a Christian is so, so hard for me. And then others say, well, I don't think it's that hard at all. If you just follow the Bible, follow the word of God, follow the Ten Commandments. If everyone in the world followed just the Ten Commandments, this world would be almost sin-free, and some would argue that it would be sin-free. 
Now these are things that I found out just by Googling Christianity. It also depends on the people you ask. If you ask someone that's in charge of a church, like a pastor, a priest, a preacher, an evangelist, they'll tell you you must go to church and you must tithe. I'm not here to argue that. But I do understand that depending on where you live may not be a church that's teaching the truth. I think church can be good for people because you're hanging around like-minded people. That is a great thing about church. But only, only if you are in the correct church. It has to be a church that is strictly by the Bible. They don't have anything extra for you to do outside of what the Bible says. And they don't sugarcoat everything. Not everything's about love and forgiveness and turning the other cheek. They also talk about the wrath of God and what happens when you sin. And that's what's wrong with a lot of people today is most churches want to talk about all the love and the forgiving and the turning the other cheek and how awesome God is. And it's okay if you do this, he'll forgive you. Just confess your sins. But if you're doing things over and over and over and you keep confessing, do you really think that it's okay to keep doing it and that's going, you're going to get to heaven? You see, you need somebody to tell you no. Stop doing it. Because that would be like me slapping you in the face every time I see you. But then I apologize. Oh, I'm sorry. And the first time you forgive me. The second time, you might be a little offish, but you'll forgive me. But the third time, you're going to start to think, maybe she just likes slapping me in the face. And then you're not even going to want to be around me. You're not going to want to listen to my apology. And rightly so. And that's how I picture God looking at me every time I sin. And then I go and I confess and then I go do it over and over and over. I'm not going to keep doing it over and over and over. I'm not going to want to do it over and over and over. Not because I'm a Christian. Not because I might be baptized or have the ABCs of Christianity. But that would be because I have a relationship with God. And that's the one thing all these people seem to be leaving out when they talk about Christianity. You need to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You need to have this relationship with God. I feel like there's a division among Christians. You have the worldly Christians, and then you have the practicing Christians. Now, a lot of people would argue well, you're not really a Christian if you're worldly. But if you Google what I just Googled and read that, the world would consider you a Christian, even if you're not living the Christian lifestyle. So you have the worldly Christians that they go to church, some of them. Some of them may not go to church. They just believe. They, they've read this and they believe all of this and they might have even been baptized. But outside of that, they're not married. They're living with their partner or they're smoking, drinking, doing drugs, partying, doing Halloween, doing Mardi Gras, 
cursing, just not, they're not necessarily bad people. They're just living outside of what God wants us to do. And then you have the Christians that are working really, really hard. They're following the word of God. And that's what they're living by. Their standards is the Ten Commandments. And some of them, and, and many of them, don't want to hang around the worldly crowd. So I'm sure you're wondering, well, why are you talking about this now? It's been going on for generations. This happens all the time. Well, I'm seeing it more and more blatantly. And I'm going to give you a perfect example. And I really want to talk about this because it really bothers me a lot. I have a favorite podcast I like to listen to, and I rarely, rarely can catch it while it's on. I usually have to watch it after. Well, these are two gentlemen that have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and they use their discernment when it comes to calling out people or things, movies, whatever, that people are looking up to and admiring. They will point to them and say, look, this is what's currently going on. Not talking about their past, talking about what they're doing now to let you know, look, really the only person you should be looking up to like that, the only person you should be idolizing like that is Jesus Christ. Because every time you find someone to idolize, you find out, Maybe you don't want to look up to them so much. They're not trying to hurt these people, but they're trying to point out, knock off the idolization, understand that these are real people in the flesh. They make mistakes like everyone else, but it's way beyond that. It's not like they made a mistake. It's they're doing things that are evil that are behind the scenes that you don't see or you don't know where to look because sometimes it is out in the open, but you have no clue because you don't know what's going on. You don't know the signs and symbols of certain things. And even though they're putting it out there, and the reason these people do this is when someone would find out, they don't want to say, well, you shouldn't have looked up to me. I didn't tell you to look up to me. I didn't tell you I was perfect. Didn't you see the symbols? Didn't you see the handshakes? Or didn't you see this or that? You know, that's how they're going to cop out when you're upset that your child or you were looking up to these people and you really shouldn't have been. Now, they get a lot of flack for this because why? People are like, well, you're judging them. I thought you were a Christian. Christians shouldn't judge. The Bible talks about righteous judgment when you're discerning in order to make a proper decision. So if you are hanging around somebody or you're looking up to someone or you're watching a movie and you don't know the dangers of that, wouldn't you want someone to tell you? Of course you would. I know I would. I most certainly would want to know. And there is a difference between that and just judging somebody for something like, oh, I don't like how they dress. Look how she dresses. That's totally different. So I look at that's what they do. Well, a caller the other night came in and she was talking about how she 
does things to she has this group or something where they help save children from people that aren't very nice to them and so of course they were like oh well we would like to help you out and the audience wanted to help out too like let us know what we can do so one of the gentlemen met with her and whatever went on now understand in between actually meeting with her there was a lot of text messages going on after the meeting i guess it didn't go the way she planned on and so she declined and they thought that was the end of that right except that she had a podcast so she went on her podcast and she started telling untruths about this meeting and trying to harm their reputation Now, that's a bit much. So you didn't want to do it. That's all well and good. That's fine. But to go and try to trash someone's reputation, you don't do that. Now, what do you think they did? Well, they went on their podcast, but they went on it to warn people who were going to send money to help her with this thing she was doing to warn them to say, look, You might want to reconsider because I don't think she's on the up and up. And they had text messages to prove everything that they were saying. Well, she wound up going on there, not to talk this time, but to see what they were saying. And of course, she was saying terrible things about them in the little chat area. And she had her followers up there and they were saying horrible things about them, even though The proof is right there that what she was telling you wasn't actually true. They just were on her side regardless. Now, that's one thing. But a lot of them also started saying really racist things to these two gentlemen. They were calling them the N-word, calling them monkey. They were even calling into the show, calling them one of those names and hanging up. I mean, it was really outrageous. Then they had someone that was from her side call into the show and say, look, I was on that episode and I understand what y'all are saying, but please don't say that we're all racist because I'm a white woman with a black baby. I'm not racist. First of all, they did not say that everyone was being racist. They did not say that. They So that did not include you if you weren't being racist. However, if you were on that show that night and you saw people doing that and you stayed on it and you didn't call them out and you didn't say, look, knock it off, that's not appropriate, then in my mind, you're no better than they are. I don't care if you have a black baby. I don't care if you have a black husband. If someone is calling someone out, I mean, really nasty, racist things, you don't get to say, well, I'm not racist. I didn't do it. Why didn't you call it out? And it's funny because people get bold behind the screen, don't they? These same people probably would have never did such a thing if they were face to face with these people. They wouldn't have. I'd be shocked if they would have. But behind the screen, oh, they're big, bad, and bold. They're very horrible people. So 
here's this woman saying, yeah, I was there, but I didn't say anything exactly. You didn't say anything bad, but you also didn't say anything to discourage it. So in my mind, you are just as guilty. That's what I have to say about that. Now, let's get back to why people were saying, oh, well, you're judging. I thought you were Christians. Why are you calling her out? Well, why wouldn't they? Here's a woman that she could have left the meeting and everything could have been, you know, you didn't have to agree with it. Obviously, you didn't. And you could have left it alone and you could have went on your podcast and said, well, we just couldn't agree on whatever. But, you know, that's okay. It's all well and good. But she didn't. She went on there to hurt their reputation with her audience as well as their own audience. And that is uncalled for. Would you have allowed someone to tell untruths about you? Or would you have stepped up and said, look, this is really what happened and I have the proof. I have the text messages. She's not being honest with you. Wouldn't you have done that? I mean, their reputation is on the line. They're living. They make a living from their podcast. And here she is trying to damage it. So I'm sorry. I don't care if you think that, oh, they're Christian. So they should just allow someone to risk their reputation that they make money from in order to pay the bills that feed their family. They should just turn the other cheek and let it go and let the world believe whatever she's saying. That's what you think a Christian should do. So meanwhile, if you're a Christian, just shut up and take it and let the worldly people just kick you around. No, I didn't see Jesus doing that, especially when he walked into the temple and they're gambling in a temple. I didn't see him turn the other cheek and walk away and let them do what they want. Oh, no, honey, he flipped them tables. I didn't see God turn the other cheek and look the other way when Sodom and Gomorrah was doing what they were doing. Oh, no, 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 no. He annihilated them. You see, churches or people in general like to talk about, oh, God is love. You forgive. You turn the other cheek, yada, yada, yada. But they forget the wrath of God of which is about to come right now, any day, because of what's going on the earth today. Think about all the horrible things going on, and because not enough people are standing up, it's being allowed to go on. God is a loving God. He preaches forgiveness. Absolutely, he forgives you. But he's not going to forgive you if you're not being true. Let's think about that. If every day I run into you and I just slap you in the face and I say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Please forgive me. Okay, so the first time you're like, oh, okay. The second time you're like, hmm, all right, I'll forgive you. But the third time you're like, I don't, I don't want to forgive, you know, like you might forgive me. I don't want to say you wouldn't forgive me, but you sure don't want to run into me again, right? Because now you're not believing that I'm really sorry. 
if you were sorry, you wouldn't have hit me again and again and again. And, and so I think of that when I think of God. When I do something wrong and I ask God to forgive me, I work hard not to make that mistake again because I realize God's not playing with me. He's not going to be like, well, you know, she keeps saying she's sorry, so I guess I'm going to have to keep forgiving her. No, no, he's not. He's going to be like, you are a liar. On top of whatever you're doing, you are a liar because you're doing it again and again and again and expecting to be forgiven. Sure, I'll forgive you, but guess what? There's consequences, right? Just like your child. Your child goes and breaks something. They get angry and they go break it because they're mad. You'll forgive them. Sure, you'll forgive them. That's your child. But do you just let it go? Or is there a consequence to that? Do they get punished? Do they have to replace it? I mean, you're going to be in a world of shock if you say, well, I forgave my child, so I'm just not going to do anything about it. One day you're going to come home and you're not going to have anything that's not broken. Of course, there's consequences. So I just wanted to bring this up because I'm sick of people saying, oh, well, I didn't do it. You know, I was there, but I didn't do it. So don't look at me. Well, I can tell you this. I don't care where I am, whether I'm on the computer or I'm in person. If I see someone or hear someone being disparaging, I'm going to speak up. Or if I see someone being attacked and I can't help them myself, I can call 911. I can call for help. I can yell, leave them alone, stop. I can do something. I don't have to just walk away and act like I didn't see it. And I certainly don't want people judging me because I'm in a group that is doing these horrible things and thinking that I'm one of them. Honey, I would leave that group. If you're listening to me, I would leave that group. I wouldn't be around people that are hateful in any way, whether they're being racist, whether they're being bigots, whether they're whatever they're doing. If they are not being respectful, I'm not going to entertain it. I'm not going to be in that group, especially, especially when you called yourself a Christian. Do you know how bad you just made yourself look? I'm a Christian. I'm not racist. I didn't do it. But at the same time, I didn't stop it. And I'm still in the group. You're in the group. You're still in that group. Why? Because there's something in that group that you like. What is it you like? You liked it when they were being racist? Did you like it when they were being disrespectful? What is it that you like? Don't say, well, I like what she's doing. No, there's a lot of other groups out there that are doing that exact same thing. But they're not treating people that way. Go find one of those groups. If you're a Christian, I wouldn't even want to associate. Let me tell you something. That night when I was watching their show and she called in and she started talking. At first, I was like, oh, that's great. I'm glad she's doing this for the children. 
But you know what turned me off about her? Is every other word was a curse word. That I didn't like. And I said, well, you know, a lot of people that work in such horrible things like police, they deal with criminals all the time, so they get a little hard, you know. They have a, their heart a little harder and they might curse or, you know, their attitude might be a little harsher because of what they deal with. I was thinking, okay, well, maybe that's it. But then I was thinking, but obviously you've seen this show before. You know that these are Christian men. And you know that the majority of their audience is Christian. So why couldn't you have enough respect to not curse? Why couldn't you do that? All she did was, oh, please forgive, um, please, uh, I don't even know if she used the word forgive, but, oh, uh, forget, forget the language, you know, I'm sorry about the language or something like that, but she kept doing it. And every time she would say the F word, I would cringe. And so, because of the way she talked, even if it was for a good cause, I was not interested in going to her podcast. I was not interested in anything she was doing because I felt like I could find someone that's doing the same thing that's more respectful. So that's where I'm at. That's where, this is why I'm calling this out. Because how dare somebody talk bad about these gentlemen? Oh, you're Christian. You shouldn't defend yourself. You should let everybody think that what she's saying is the truth. You should allow your, your business to fall based on lies by turning the cheek and not saying a word. Well, I can tell you this. Not one of y'all would do it. Y'all would have called her out too. You definitely would have called her out. I know I would have, you know, and you don't have to agree at how they did it or how long they did it or when they did it. It doesn't matter because everyone does things differently. Maybe you would have only spent 15 minutes calling her out. Maybe you'd have spent a whole week calling her out because that that's a lot of anger, right? That's a lot of anger. And don't say, oh, anger's a sin. You know what? You would be angry, too, if someone was trying to affect your livelihood that affects your children, your wife or your husband. You would be angry, too. And God knows that. God understands that. God didn't say, don't defend. In fact, God would want you to warn people what she's doing, especially when she's lying on you. Because if she's going to lie about that, I'm pretty sure she's lying about what she's doing. I'm pretty sure she's not doing what she's saying. She's just getting the money for it and talking about it. But I doubt that she's actually doing what she's claiming she's doing. And people like that should be called out. If I'm scamming you, I should be called out. If I'm telling you to send money to this place... Because they're saving the children and they're really not. Somebody needs to point that out. Like, okay, I understand you think this is going on, but here's the truth. And then it would be, it should be me to come forward and say, look, guys, I was wrong and I'm so sorry. Next time I won't follow my heart. I will check it out first better. You know, 
So anyway, that's why I wanted to talk about Christianity, what it is, because people get it so twisted. They forget that there is a wrath of God, that God does get angry. He doesn't tolerate certain things. Well, he doesn't tolerate sin at all. So stop telling Christians that they don't have a right to defend themselves. They don't have a right to be angry. Now, look at the abortion issue going on. I'm offended by that. I'm offended that any human being that's alive today thinks it's okay to kill a baby. I'm offended by that. And anybody that knows me knows to never, ever hold that conversation in front of me and think I'm not going to say something. Because I'm going to defend the children, the babies, the unborn. They have a right to live just as much as those people that want to kill them. That is a righteous judgment. Now, you might say, okay, I understand you're angry, so it's not Christian of you to go punch him in the face. I will agree there. Yeah, don't go punch him in the face. You could tell him respectfully, let someone know they are wrong. And you're not going to allow them to get away with hurting you or your family. But there's a, a right way and a wrong way to handle things for sure. But stop. Stop telling people just because they're Christians that it's okay to let people walk all over you because I want you to show me this in the Bible first. If I'm supposed to cower down and let you hurt me and my family, please show it to me in the Bible and then I'll have to respect that. But... Until then, stop calling Christians out and telling them that they're not allowed to defend themselves, that they're not allowed to whatever, okay? Because I want to make it clear, Christians are not perfect people. They're not. I'm not perfect. I do get angry. And sometimes I don't handle it properly. Sometimes I say things that I should not say. That doesn't make me not a Christian. It just means I'm human. And I need to make it right. Not only with God, but I need to make it right with the person that I, I was not right with. Understand that. You can be a Christian and not a perfect soul. Just understand that. Stop judging people. Let's look at things, how we can help people. Help people to be better. And while we're doing that, we can help make ourselves better too. Thank you for listening and God bless. Don't forget, you can read all the information discussed in our podcast by going to www.yappystudio.blogspot.com. Be sure to check out our show notes below where you can donate to support us, shop at our store, check out our references, and see what else we offer. Thank you for listening and God bless. Thank you.